Oh, that's baseball, Susan. Well, this is the 10-second radio ID on the Yankees radio network, driven by Jeep. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Welcome to the SPFU Podcast. Right here, we have our host, EV3. Right next to me is the mayor, Jason Riley. We also have our producer and sound editor, Big E. Wow, we have a lot in tune for you guys today, guys. Wow. I'll lay off that whiskey, don't I? You need to lay off the fucking Sterling. How about that? Yeah, man. You did what this the fuck the is this? You did, fucking, you did it in the fucking whole last week. Oh, here's the whole intro. Ugh, cars for kids. You know, like fucking all this shit. Yeah. Not driven by Jeep. I can't say driven because we don't want to get sued. Oh, well, Susan thinks I'm completely fine with this. Well, welcome to the SDFU podcast. This is Riley. This is EJ. And this is our producer, Eric. Yeah. We're ready to rock another week. Another podcast. Yeah. Here we go. Let's start it off. Division races are fucking insane right now. Insane. Insane. Fucking tight. Dude, it's crazy. The only division that looks like it's blowing out of the water is probably the AL East. Oh, yeah. My favorite division because my favorite team's in it, guys. And then you have the fucking Dodgers. Dodgers are up like 20 games over everybody else. That's been fairly easy for them. And we got them this weekend. But you know what? Let's not talk too much about the Yankees. You know what? We're starting to think a little bit more. We want to start giving respect where respect is due. We start Put some respect. Respect on it. We want to start talking about different organizations because they deserve it. Even if it's the Mets. We had to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, they're still in it. Yeah, the Mets just – I don't know, man. I don't – I'm I not as might, hopeful. It might be a little bit of fear because they have a good rotation. It might I, be I've that. Been saying I don't that. know. I've been saying that. I've been staying with that. I I like that rotation. I've always liked that rotation. But they ran to a juggernaut with these Braves. Um, they haven't been played well against the division leader. Um, they're still in it, still in the wild card. They're tied up with the Phillies. They're a division rival. They have a lot of games coming up against the Phillies. They have a lot of games coming up against the Nationals. Um, could they stay in this race? Could they make the run? It's been the question for the last couple of weeks. It's just um, crazy, man. It's too stacked in the NL. It's too stacked, bro. You have Washington at 68 and 57. 
The Cubs are 66 to 58. Um, and you got the Mets. Mets are a game and a half back. I get it, but you got the Phillies doing what they're doing. Arietta's out for the year now. Um, you got Milwaukee's right there, two and a half back. You got San Fran at three and a half back. You got the fucking Diamondbacks at four. Cincinnati seven and a half. Traded back. their ace, and they're still four games back. It's it says a lot nuts. about the National League, man. It, it fucking sucks that all these teams are doing well, but they're competing against each other. Especially a lot of teams have been kicking up. Remember when the Nationals started off the season, they were really cold. And I think that was a little bit of what was rubbing off from last season when the Nationals just shit the bed. Maybe caused fucking Bryce Harper to walk away. You know what I mean? But Mike Rizzo made moves. He got Patrick Corbin, an amazing signing for them. Juan Soto, young upstart in this league. And it looks amazing right now. The Cubs, you can never count out the Cubs. Well, they just suffered – the Nationals just suffered a pretty decent injury. They just lost Doolittle. Um, He just returned to DL – um, their bullpen has always been a woe for them. Uh, they're a game and a half up. But with that injury, with how bad that bullpen historically has been and losing their big guy, could they compete with this tight race? Um, like I said, they got these teams right on their backs. Breathing. Breathing. thing is that you have, you have uh, Max Scherzer, actually. He's out. He's out for a while. The only two guys that you could really think of off the top of your head, it's Strasburg and yes. fucking Corbin. And it's crazy. It's crazy. And they're still killing it. You know what I mean? They had the anti-Yankee recipe. Don't bull, don't touch the bullpen. Don't build don't it. Don't touch it. Don't touch <laughs> it at let's all. Let's build our starting rotation to the max and just hope it freaking works. Yeah. Yeah. But Yankees just, like, keep bringing guys up. But keep. once again, we got to stop talking so much about the Yankees. I ain't talking about the Yankees. I'm bringing up a damn point. Wait, now, real quick, I need to get this off my chest. But Bubba Crosby, I love you, brother. I miss you. You're like the Clay Bellinger of, like, 2004. I will remember you. Indeed. He's not dead, but his career is. Yeah. That's I, cool. If I So let's make this a challenge for the next Yankee game we go to. I'm going to get a Bubba Crosby t-shirt. Fuck that. Let's do it. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with it. you. How about we go to some random Yankee fans and just we'll give uh I don't know we don't have a fucking prizes for them we're fucking poor ourselves so yeah, I'm fucking broke we can't shit. yeah we can't even give out prizes maybe we can just find a way to get fucking keychains like an STFU keychain <laughs> you just grab some tape and just like put it on a yeah we'll just get a little fucking STFU yeah. listen guys it's exclusive listen if fucking Supreme and shit and like can sell the stupidest shit they'll sell a fucking keychain bottle opener for fucking $500 and all these hype beasts jump on it. Right. We're super supreme, baby. We ain't supreme, supreme, baby. We ain't supreme. We should stand for an SDFU. Supreme. Um, (laughs) But we should do some Bubba Crosby (laughs) trivia. Bubba Crosby trivia. Yeah. And see where it goes. That that's, you think he's earned it. He's a legend. Yeah. I mean, I think so. He's a legend. You know, us is a legend, right? Nick fucking Castellanos, the man, the man. Brought him up in the last couple of episodes and uh, brought him up. He's the fucking <laughs> like cornerstone of this fucking show. And we're only four episodes in. He's I'm a fucking cornerstone. I feel like I'm growing a fondness towards him. Yeah, me too. I feel like he's 
the stepchild that has proved me wrong and has had a successful life. Like, like the stepchild that I didn't think was going to do much. and became a lawyer and has yeah. more money than me now. Yeah. He's bad. Exactly. Three or four over the last seven, three RBIs. And we have some two home runs. Two home runs. That's Nick pretty good. Fucking Castellanos. Pretty good. Goddamn Nikki. Wow. We should run the clip back and me saying that Patrick just tears it up with the Cubs. Imagine. Yeah. That was, I lit a fire under his that was ass. episode one, I believe, right? Lit a fire under his ass. Some, yeah, he somehow, totally listens. Somehow he got a hold of that. Someone someone somewhere gave that to him, and he's just like, oh, I'm going to show these fucking guys in New Jersey yeah. what I could do. Fuck these guys. Yeah, right? yeah who the fuck are they? I'm the Castellanos, Motherfucker, baby. you're on the first episode. Right, we're on our fourth now, bitch. So. Well, they're in the second wild card spot. <laughs> they were leading the division. So, hey, Nick, maybe you should hit a little more, man. Hit a little more. Maybe you should hit a little more, but you guys get a nice uh, home wild card game. Maybe against the Mets or Phils. I don't think it's going to be the Washington Nationals anymore for some reason. Wait, you don't think it's going to be the Nats anymore? I don't anymore? know, man. I just I, – I always hated that bullpen. I always – they just choke so much. I, I feel like know. every year I'm facing a Nationals choke. The thing is that they always – yeah, they do choke a lot. I think the most clutch moment that they've had has been like me and Jason Wirth hit the walk-off. Yeah. Like 2012, 2013. I remember. You remember? Mm. Oh, my God. Fucking Jason Wirth. Speaking that guy looked like fucking Edge. Remember, you know, yeah. Edge, obviously, Biggie. You know, Edge. Yeah, he looks, looks like, like a cross between edge. edge and fucking Taylor Hawkins from uh, Foo Fighters. Yo, I don't know what these nerds are talking about. Taylor, you know the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I know the Foo Fighters. I also know a lot of rappers. I'm cool and shit. They're a cool guy. I'm clicking my pen. He's tapes. hip. He's hip. In a couple years, I'll need yeah. another one. Speaking but, of know. the Nationals, how about their former guy, Bryce Harper? He's been on a fucking tear. Bro, he hits walk-offs, runs around like a fucking child in Low League World Series. We'll get to that soon. Yeah. New Jersey, baby. I've always been a Bryce Harper fan. I oh, love yeah. I love his I love the way he plays the game. He plays with passion. He plays with fire. The guy is just He's a perfect guy in Philly, in my opinion. I think he fits the Philly sports base. He's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a little bit of a douchebag. He's a little bit. He's a big time. He's a little bit of a douchebag. Big time douchebag. You know, I want to think he gives a charity. You have a really, you have a really fucked up douchebag like Radar. Yeah, but uh, Derek Jeter's like the nicest. Derek Jeter's fucking great. A Rod sucks. A Rod, A Rod's fucking J Lo. He's good. I mean, yeah, he's good, but fucking in mind of a Yankee I love how Biggie's he's... Big like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a winner at life when it comes to that. Well, wasn't he with, uh, what's his name, Tory Wilson for like how he many years? He was with Tory Wilson. If you guys don't know who Tory Wilson is, most likely guys, men, most likely know who Tory Wilson is. He's a former WWF, WWE, like diva, fine as all hell. Her and Stacey Keebler. Who dated fucking George Clooney? Let me say this, man. Shit. Yeah, A Rod did pretty good. Jeter did better in terms of nah. dating. Oh guys. hell yeah! Let's nah. talk about Jeets. Nah. Yeah, no, we're Jeets. gonna talk about Jeets. You know what? Can I list this off? Yeah, let's go. I know this whole fucking record, baby. You got Mariah Carey, bam. Mariah Carey, Scarlett Johansson, bam. Jessica Alba, bam. Jessica Biel, bam. Minka Kelly, bam. Stop bamming, please. Hannah Davis, bam. Okay, I gave you permission. I hesitated, that. but I, I did it. There's so many women. No, you're missing a couple, man. We got Tyra Banks. Bam, Tyra bam. fucking Banks. Bam. 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 I'm just saying, man. Why are you guys doing my my boom? Because you retired it. 
You told me via text. I, I used you're like, Bloom I retired on the phone. It. I was texting somebody. Yeah. I used Bloom. Bang. 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 Chief All right, Keith, baby. Shout that. out no, Chief let's Keith. not do bang. Let's not. Let's fucking do it. That's anyway. Fun. I need another fucking Corona. Yeah, but... Uh, baby, you get that Corona, baby? Producer yeah. will do it. Thank yeah. you, buddy. Continue on. Bryce right. Harper's on a tear. Um, it was fun to watch that walk-off Grand Slam the other day. Honestly, I thought I was watching the game. That's when we came back from the game. Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun. That was cool. That was cool. Yankees got their ass whooped yeah. that fucking day. Thanks, bud. Shout out to the OG Mike Ford. Mike. Mike fucking Ford. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. We we took that all the way to the trains. At the bar. Did it on the trains. World Trade Center. We did it. We did it like in Jersey City too, right? Yeah, I think we did. Did we? Yeah, we, we probably did. did. Whatever. What do you mean? You got fucking left at the train station. Right? When I came back, yo. Yeah, we left Biggie By the way, yo. I'm just gonna say right now, the New York path sucks so bad. It's New just, York path? Yeah, it's the same path, you jackass. The New York, New Jersey. Explain to why I missed the fucking is, this, this is why we haven't had him here for for the last two weeks. He took the He's, wrong path. He takes the wrong path. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> metaphorically. You know where you're going? Nah, it, it's one thing to know where you're going. Nigga, there was thing. one train in and out, and it was the Newark <laughs> line. And what do you do? No, I no. fill up my card. No, that car was filled. I had three dollars more than what they were saying on the fucking machine. The machine sucks. You sound drunk. You're drunk. Fuck no. I wish. I wish I was. I wish I still had some of that whiskey from last week. Have another beer. Yeah, you know what? You you know what? I like this tone. You know what? I'm gonna just fucking go unfiltered. Everybody's telling us to fucking write notes. Yeah, we can write notes. But hey, we want to shoot on what we want to shoot. Our show is unfiltered. We want to talk about what we want to talk about. Octavio Dotel, Luis Castillo, you guys are fucking imbeciles. Drugs. 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 And that's all I got to talk about. Luis Castillo. Not the pitcher. No, 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 no. Not the pitcher. He's a good boy. He plays for Cincinnati. I'm talking about the idiot that likes to drop pop-ups. That jackass. (laughs) I like that guy, though. Yeah, I like. I love that when he dropped that pop up. Your boy A Rod hit that pop up. Not fuck it. Yeah, fuck A Rod though. But anyway, he's fucking J Lo. But the thing is, that fucking Luis Castillo. Yeah, he blew the game. But nobody talks about fucking Mark Teixeira on two outs, fucking booking it from first base all the way home. Hustled. But Hustled. he did that. He did that his whole well, Yankee career. Yeah, you also need to run on two outs. Doesn't matter. You got to yeah. run it out. But yeah, he also knew he was playing the Mets, fucking right? Fucking Domingo Herman is giving up fucking four runs. We got the game on in the background and shit like that. Sunday First Deutschland. Time. Sunday German. Sunday Deutschland. First time we're actually recording live with a game on, so you might get some business with the Oakland and uh, Yankees game. We're also drinking a little coffee bit. and some Coronas in a can. This whole simulation. Good. But yo, I want to get something out of the way. We're talking about. Pennant races, playoff races. Um, the Red Sox six games back, um, but they just lost Chris Sale for the rest of the year. Um, he had PRP on his arm, mm-hmm. um, which actually, as my little brother had gotten that before Tommy John, could be a bad sign for Boston. Yeah, um, going into next year because, let's say next season starts, Chris Sale's not there. 
there's certain things that might happen. There's been rumors that Mookie Betts is on his way out. There's rumors that J.D. Martinez most likely is going to opt out. Where do the Red Sox go from here? Do the Red Sox still have a chance of coming back? Well, what I got to say about that is that things could have been worse with Sale. Um, he could have faced Tommy John. He visited the famous, I would even say infamous, infamous. Dr. James, 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 Andrews. James Winston. James Andrews. A Usually lot. that means Tommy John. Usually that means Tommy John. Yeah. So well, he got PRP, dude. Yeah. Well, they, that's Tanaka they, surgery. That's yes. what I call it. Well, they thought that Tommy John was in his near future. For their sake, he avoided it. Um, but thank God he avoided it for them. Yeah, you don't you don't wish obviously injuries. Yeah, he's a great talent. Players. Yeah, I fucking love Chris Sale. You know what I mean? Yeah, great pitcher. Scares when he, the fuck out of me. Yeah, and we cracked him this year. But the thing cracked is. Him. The thing is, Chris Sale, he's a fucking lunatic. I mean, he ripped up the jersey and shit because he didn't want to wear it. Yeah. He got fucking White Sox fuck. jersey. He got shipped out to Boston. Shout out to Dropkick Murphys. But I had to do it. <laughs> yes, there's six games out of the wild card. Former World Series champion. It's going to be weird not having well, them there. Defending World Series champion. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Former defending, whatever. Fuck you got it. a couple of drinks. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say defending. I, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say defending for the sake of being a Yankee fan. I want to say former because I have hope. Well, he's still defending. Whatever. He's just fuck not it. Defend Whatever. This fuck year. it. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to fucking deal with a grammar Nazi. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but here, that's a big blow. I don't think that they can rebound at this point. I mean, they've they took the damage the last couple of weeks. They took the damage the whole season. They did the damage last season. They're taking damage this year. <laughs> you know what's all right, I'm gonna give you some positive um positives about the Red Sox this season. Rafael Devers, he's second in the American League in batting average. He's has the most hits in the American League, has the most RBIs in the American League. How old is he? 22 years old. He's doing all these things. Now, the hype is on Mike Trout. Mike Trout's having the best season of his life. He has 42 home runs. At least home run-wise. No, but it's he's yeah, going to yeah. end up beating that shit down. It's going to be a season high in home runs. Obviously, it's already a season high in home runs. And it's just a lot of shit. Every single time, there's so many. The NL is a little bit more packed when it comes to the MVP race. Like Right now, Acuna is mm-hmm. jumping into the mix. But obviously, from day one, you had Christian Yelich. And you have Cody Bellinger. And you have Ronald Acuna. You might have Pete Alonso being a dark horse out there with the Mets. He's been tearing it up. Yeah. Um, and then you also have in the American League, you have DJ May God, like I call him, because he's a fucking god. Um, and for me, he's not gonna get any recognition, but I think I know it sounds wild, but like D not DJ Mayhew, Gio Urshela, man, what he's done for the Yankees, I know he's not gonna win. Definitely not, no. He's not even eligible for the batting title. Yeah, yeah. But Gio Urshela has to be. I don't know. They don't talk about him, talk about him as much. Great defense. He's been hitting for average, staring to cover off the ball, doubles into each gap. He's playing both sides of the field. Dude, it's just crazy. And there's so many underrated players in this game, and that's what makes me happy about the game transcending and seeing all these players – step up and do different things. Every year you see somebody do, um, different. Ronald Acuna is your 2018 
rookie of the year in the NL. You know what I mean? To see him like thrive right now. He's the leader of that Braves team right now. It sucks that Mike Trout doesn't have a good team, has no pitching around him. But it's fucking Mike Trout. That's like the reincarnation of Mickey Mantle. God bless his soul. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just very interesting for me. I think it's very clear cut. I think it's going to be Trout no matter oh, what. Yeah. I think it's going to be Trout as the MVP. Um, honestly, Devers has snuck up. Um, I wasn't even expecting him to put up those type of numbers. Amazing this year. Was not expecting it. Um, the NL is a lot of fun. I'm having a blast watching it. I mean, I think in that race at the moment, we're talking about Yelich maybe being a 50 and 30 guy. Crazy. 50 and 30 has never been done. And Ronald Acuna has a chance of being 40-40. So we're seeing numbers we've never seen before. This ties into what we were talking about over the last couple weeks in terms of how the game is changing. Um, The long ball was the theme of the season. We all know that. Um, The juice balls. Whatever you want to You really thought we were going to do an episode and not bring up the juice balls? They're juice as fuck. I'm talking about juice balls. Bro. But let's just say this. Bro. We're seeing a lot of change. We're seeing a lot of we're seeing we're seeing baseball become a different game. Of course. Um, but then again, we do have phases in baseball where the pitching takes over. We have phases where there's more stolen bases. We have phases where guys hit for higher average. This is the 2019 season. This will this will actually be what 2019 is remembered for. Yeah. We'll be You'll remember- see like uh, baseball seasons on like MLB Network like 20 years. Oh, the 2019 Major League Baseball season was a historic one. You know what I mean? Like that narrator voice. I mean, some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And and now we're, we're getting to close to the twilight of the regular season. And not only are we seeing the MVP races getting more interesting, but we are also seeing these races get more interesting as well. And there's a lot of things that are wide the hell open. Yeah. There might be a team. Now, this has happened before. A la the St. Louis Cardinals. They've done it before. A team that you don't expect, a team that comes out of the blue and gets a playoff spot. That's what we're looking at in a National League. Who you got? I I mean, looking at it, looking at it, truthfully, I I said it a couple episodes ago. I've always liked Milwaukee. I like the guys they have on that team. I like the fighters, the guys that have been there. Yeah, I just don't think they have enough pitching. Rody, who are they going to use? Gio Gonzalez? But are you sold on the Nationals' bullpen? No. Are you sold on whether the Phillies can keep staying hot? They've been inconsistent the whole damn season. Are you sold on the Mets not going back to the way the Mets were before that? Now, these are the teams that are ahead of them. The Cubs... The Cubs have been consistent. I always like their lineup, and I do like their pitching. They could stay in the race. But I see the teams ahead of Milwaukee in terms of that wild card race, and I see holes. I see things that could fall apart. The Mets bullpen has been great recently. Yeah, Mostly Seth Lugo. That That's my point. Yeah, Diaz still sucks. I think Diaz, I don't know what it is. With Bro, we, we all know. And obviously, I bring it up every episode, but I just I have to support my fellow Puerto Ricans. You know Hell what I yeah. mean? Hell yeah. Shout of out Puerto I Rico, do. right? Shout out to fucking Puerto Rico. Me So anyway, Edwin Diaz is a fucking animal, dude. 
He has great stuff. Great stuff. And, and it makes me think, like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on with him? Yeah. And I hope he gets his shit together. I hope it's not with the Mets. Yes. I'm not trying to hate on the Mets. Obviously, I don't want the Mets having Edwin Diaz, but he's, bro, he's a good bullpen piece. Now, not necessarily elite. I don't think he's elite. Um, I don't think he was ever elite at one point. I think if he doesn't work out as a closer for the Mets, the Mets should actually consider, hey, you know what? Let's make him a seventh inning guy. Maybe like how the Yankees used David Robertson a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. even last year, seventh inning guy, like a swingman kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, I think you're talking about a different guy. I think David Robertson had a ton of experience before. But Edwin Diaz last year was his great season. Last year was his great season. He hasn't had another great season besides we don't actually even consider that season he pitched great in wbc under pressure but otherwise there's no there's nothing to his record at least david robson had something to his record well the mets should test something else out or trade him you could trade him and i think he would still have some worth because he has he has a controllable contract that's one and he's still young so the mets that's an intriguing thing yeah during the offseason because I still don't think that the Mets might sit there during the offseason and go, hey, shit, we're going to keep Marcus Stroman. Or, hey, shit, we're going to keep Noah Syndergaard. I wouldn't be surprised if either one of those guys is gone by the end of the year. Yeah, but we know Wheeler's gone. But at the end of the year, during the offseason. Yeah, at least I don't I, – I, listen, I said a couple weeks ago when we I had the trade I think Wheeler's going to Houston. I think Garrett Cole will go to the Yankees. And really? Just, yeah, I'm making a bold prediction. Garrett Cole to the Yankees, Zach Wheeler's going to Houston. He's going to take over yeah. for Garrett Cole. It makes too much sense. Garrett Cole also grew up diehard Yankee fan, so it makes it even yeah. like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's like a dream scenario. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a thing, man. You know, with Brody coming in, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, and I think I brought it up a couple other times. Uh, Brody is in his first year as a general manager. The guy that's the manager – it's not the guy he brought in. That guy, if the Mets don't make the playoffs, I don't think he's in. I don't think he's don't in think next so season. At all. I think he's gone. And I think we mentioned it before. There was a guy named Joe Girardi that was mentioned. Ever yeah. heard of him before? Yeah. Won a championship with us? Yes. He also got a big-time triple in 96. Great manager. Greg Maddox. So there's, another, there's other great managers out there. Um, there was a rumor with Joe Madden. His contract is soon expiring. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Who would take over for him? They're saying Girardi. Girardi's actually from Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he grew up a Cubs fan. He actually played for the Cubs for a couple of seasons too. So it makes you think, I think Girardi would be amazing for the Cubs though. Yeah. I think Joe Madden's one of those managers that after a while, when his time kind of runs up, it just – it just runs away. up. <laughs> it runs up. It's like he's not, a player's guy, though. That's I the one think thing. The, the players love man, him. Who do you think is the best manager in baseball? You're honest. In my man. opinion, yeah, not biased. Be completely honest. Um, I can tell you straight off the top of mind, but I want to hear what's yours. Well, I, I'm not putting him up there, but I always like to. I like what Boone is doing with our team personally. That's um, unbiased. It, it's not bias. <laughs> it's just it's the facts. I I like what the guy's doing. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's stepping up. I don't. I don't think he's a bad manager. Um, truthfully, I love what AJ Hinch is doing. AJ Hinch in in, in Houston yeah, is but doing he's a been great job. A good team, but he manages the team well. Um, that's you just you got to have the right guy come in at the right time, and he's done that. 
I honestly think, and I've been saying this for years, dude, everybody always had this like big time hype on Mike Sosha back in the day. Now Brad Osmus is the manager for the Angels. All these years, Mike Sosha, Mike Sosha. And as much as I might hate to say it, especially back in the day, now I respect the man. I admire the hell out of him. Tito Francona, bro. Terry Francona is the man. He's great. Terry Francona is the man. Think about that, bro. Everything he's done. First year with Boston in 04 wins the World Series. I hated it, but you give respect where yeah. respect's due. As in 04, 2007, again. He wasn't the manager in 2013. That was John Farrell. After they went through the whole Bobby Valentine. Yeah, era, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a year. But stuff like that. And then what happens, and I was happy to see Tito 2016, boom, made it to the World Series. And that whole 22-game winning streak that the Indians had in 2017, that was amazing. But that's the thing. Tito knows how to get the best out of his players. His players play for him. He, When he got sick, they turned they up. Rallied. And they, just, they rallied around that. And they're rallying around Cookie Carrasco right now. God bless him. And he's on his way back. Cookie's What's coming the latest? back. He's been throwing. Cookie's That's coming amazing. back. God so, bless, man. God we mentioned the first episode. We're up to episode four. And a lot I of progress it. in those four weeks. I love that. I love to hear that. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. It's a blessing. You know what the thing is like. Also, the strategy in baseball has changed a lot. So, in terms of discussion with managers and which managers are at the, so like you brought up Francona. Yeah. Um, you got the Franconas, you got the Bochies, the ones that have won the championships. Like oh, in it's Bochies last year. Yeah, too. it's Bochies last year. But now you have like the new ones, the new the new young guns, like Kevin Cash. That guy's a great manager. Dave Martinez. Yes. Um, and it's funny they all come out of the school of Joe Madden. Alex Cora. Oh, I love Alex Cora. Everyone was talking about how he managed that Red Sox team to that World Series. And I saw about Dave Roberts. Yeah, I mean three, two straight. Two straight World Series appearances as a young manager. Pretty freaking impressive. Yeah, it's just Dave Roberts. Well, Dave Roberts is known for the steal. Yeah. God damn it. He's fucking known for that goddamn steal. But, like, Dave Roberts has been <laughs> amazing for the Dodgers. And the Dodger fans get their hearts stolen every October, don't they? Oh, my God. They just choke on a biggie. Yeah. And it's so bad. But the Dodgers, listen, give the Dodgers time. And it scares the shit out of me when it comes to the Yankees. But it's like, oh, shit. The Dodgers might fuck around and beat us because, of course, it would be us. They lose against the Astros in 2017. They lose against the fucking Red Sox in 2018. Hey, shit, let's face the Yankees. And then we'll be the laughing stock of the league and then fuck around and win the next three World Series. That keeps shit very, very interesting. But, dude, I'm just wondering, like, I'm wondering – what the hell is going to happen during the postseason? Like, I feel like it's not as predictable as we all think it's going to be. So my question is, is then what do you think is not predictable? Um, the thing, obviously, who are your juggernauts in the AL? We all know it. Yankees-Houston, right? Yankees-Houston. Um, Indians. Okay. Twins. So those are your four right now. Um, can't sleep on the Rays. The Rays pitching Never. is crazy. Blake Snell's on the way back, too. I don't know. Now, in the NL, it's just – it's so stacked. 
you expect the Dodgers. That's the thing. There's not that much pressure on, like, the Cubbies. There's all this pressure on the Dodgers because they've made it there the last two years. They're almost the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You never want to be the Buffalo Bills. Never. Never. Not even the Buffalo Bills want to be the Buffalo Bills. Those Jim Kelly days. You don't want to – no disrespect to Jim Kelly. Like him. But still, what's going to happen? And that brings up an interesting scenario within the whole postseason picture because I don't think – I don't know. I don't know. And I keep saying I don't know, and I might sound like an idiot. But that's the point. That's the greatest part about heading into this last month of the season is that there's a lot we still don't know yet. A lot of unpredictabilities. Yes, exactly. I mean, I mentioned earlier in this episode about how the St. Louis Cardinals, I think it was 2011, came out of the blue. Yeah. And won it. Yeah. There was years the Rangers. The, yeah. the Rangers were stacked. There was years the Giants, when the Giants won, especially the first one, I the believe. The first one, 2010, yeah. Came out of the blue. Um, they stormed into the playoffs. I mean, right, remember that. And right. just kept hitting and kept pitching. You're going to have your surprise teams. You're going to have the teams that come out of the blue and do something. Um, it's a matter of getting hot. It's a matter of getting healthy. It's a matter of being deep. It's a matter of just making the – moment great when you can make it great yeah Yeah. you know i mean completely agree we've done it we definitely did it the dodgers keeps even have keep just doing having walk off after walk off after walk off um houston's just played great baseball i mean in my opinion i'm not not hating they just had correa just go down uh with a back problem um background he has another broken rib yeah. <laughs> Shout out Robert Kraft. <laughs> it's a Robert Kraft. Bad massage. massage. Bad massage. Yeah, but then, Bad, but it's so good. You know what's also interesting, though? No knocking the Dodgers. But the NL West has not been competitive because the Dodgers have been storming through everybody. Mm-hmm. The Rockies. The Rockies have outstanding hitting, and that's been known. Everybody knows that. Arenado, Trevor Story, David Dahl. Um, fucking Charlie Black, and you know what I mean? You have all these guys. There's no pitching. And that's always been a problem. Kyle Freeland hasn't been what he was down the stretch for the the Dodgers. The Rockies last year. And it makes you think. San Diego, they could have all the hitting they have. Yeah. But they're not going to make it. You know what I mean? You have the Giants, who got hot for a bit. For a little stretch run, they decided to keep Bumgarner. I don't think that was the right idea. I think they could have flipped Bumgarner, actually picked up a couple of pieces, even though most likely he's going to walk. He's another free agent pitcher. Could have built a future around that, to be honest. I mean, the asking price for Bumgarner was high, but they decided to hold on to him. I mean, listen. Is he going to bite him in the ass, or do we not know something that they know? Is he going to come back and resign? Now, the thing is, I wonder if they opened up talks. I wonder if they opened up the contract talks. I wonder if they talked extension. That maybe it's not getting leads. Maybe it has not been, been spoken about to this point. But doesn't look good. Looks like he's walking. But we head into this weekend, and we have a Yankees-Dodgers series. These are the favorites. These yeah. are the teams that we're looking at. And now we get to see them. Yankees don't look like the favorites right now. No, they don't. Yeah, losing 4-1. Jesus Christ. It's like a little bomba. Oh, no, nah, that was a double. I was meant on third double and second. Double off the fucking wall. All right, listen, man. 
the thing that scares me about the Yankees is it is a rotation. It's definitely the rotation. But, and I brought this up to you the other day, if you bring back Luis Severino and Sevy comes in and shit, he could give you good four to five innings. What do you do from there? You're going to feel comfortable with Luis Severino if he's at full throttle mm-hmm. pitching how he can pitch, along with Domingo Herman, who's getting yeah. cracked today, but he's been outstanding this year, so I'm not going to be mad at him. And then Paxton, the way he's yeah. been developing the past three to five starts on top of Tanaka. Mm-hmm. You pretty much know Tanaka's automatic in the playoffs. He's cold-hearted. He doesn't give a shit. He's cold-blooded. doesn't give a shit. Right. It makes you think. It's an interesting topic. But once again, there's so many different things going on in the American League and in the National League that I just don't feel like this World Series could end up being the favorites. I don't know yeah. what it is. Uh, to, to your last point about the Yankees, about their rotation, something that's not being brought up in the whole thing is the how much work the bullpen is getting. Yeah, and is that going to cost them yeah. in October? Listen, Hap goes like five or six every start. CC goes like five or six every start. Herman yeah, has like yeah. an innings limit now. Yeah, he's not going that deep in games. He hasn't really I gone don't... that deep in games the whole season. Paxson, every once in a while, he'll give you your seven innings. Uh, Tanaka, same thing, seven, eight, every once in a blue. But the guys aren't going deep in the games, and the bullpen's being used every single night. Credit to Aaron Boone because he's found a way to use it. He knows how to use his tools. That's why I bring him up as a great manager. Like I said earlier, I think he is a great manager. But how long is that going to last you? We're talking end of October. We're still two months away from that. Can the bullpen keep up for that long? Yes. You're getting reinforcements with Batantis, and you're getting reinforcements with Severino. Well, Miember is supposed to be also Jordan Montgomery. Yes. He's actually ahead of schedule. Well, he was supposed to be ahead of schedule. The dark horse. He's the dark horse. Ben Heller, he's been pitching again. And we got him in that Andrew Miller deal with Clint Frazier and Justice Sheffield. Mm -hmm. A, anything could happen, but that's what I'm saying. It's so open. A lot of people are just slating, and let's be honest. Yankees have the best record in the American League. The Dodgers have the best record in the National League. Fine. The thing is, everybody's slating, hey, Houston, Houston, Houston. And I don't know. I'm not sold. I don't know about you but I'm not sold. I'm not sold, but I just I just hope in September the Yankees are able to utilize that 40-man lineup. That 40-man 40 40 roster. roster, yes. I and hope we can some Yeah, use the 40-man roster to the fullest. Um, you know, we're talking Delvey Garcia coming up. That Davey. looks Davey. Davey. Delvey, Davey. I thought it was Delvey at first. Uh, David Acosta, uh whatever you want to call him today. Um that was a shout-out to Murdoch. Yeah, shout-out to Murdoch, one of the best rappers <laughs> in Jersey City, one of my best friends. Love you, bro. Pocket looping kind of tight. That's and I'm stressed. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, the, the point is we, we got to use that 40-man roster, use it to our fullest, and save our pitching for October. Um, to the point of the Yankees-Dodgers series coming up. Yeah. Um, we have to see how we match up. It's a great – Great series coming up. It's a great preview of possible things to come. Now six we, to one Oakland. Six to one Oakland, damn it. But 
It could be things to come. Who knows? We just have to play good baseball. This is legitimate competition coming up. And right in their home Oakland, ballpark. Oakland's in a playoff race. They're playing Half for something. Half game out of the wild card. They're playing for something. Mm-hmm. They yeah. know they could be playing us in that wild, at the end of the first round. They know it's possible. Thing is, baseball is so unpredictable, man. And it, 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 that's the beauty of it, though. It's so fucking unpredictable. It's like, man, listen. The only thing that I feel like is slightly regular baseball when it comes to stuff like umpires, that makes it like Jesus. Half the just oh my like god, all the shit that's happening with Brett Gardner. Oh my god, he's fucking hilarious. How many guys did we get thrown out of that game the other day? Uh, the first one was Guardy because he was banging the bat on top of the fucking right. dugout ceiling. We yeah, count again. Boone. We count Boone as Boone. CC gone. Maven? No, Maven. Maven. Maven was in. I thought Josh Bard had gotten kicked out, but no, he's actually arguing yeah. because they had kicked out Guardy. In fact, there's a shit ton of Yankees that got kicked out. Hey, that man, game. I love that shit about fucking Boone, though. He doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. He just goes out there and just boom. He has to say it. Boom. He says it. That's it. He's like low-key degrading, but he does it in the best way. He brings it in the best way. He knows he how to argue, off, and he man. gets his players fucking heated. He gets them ready. He gets them manned up. What's better and than it's that? It's been working. Fucking savages. T-shirts everywhere. Fucking savages. Merch. Everywhere. In Get the it. Box. And, and anywhere. Yankee stores. And the Yankee stores. You go on like Pinstripe Alley. Pinstripe Alley. What the fuck am I talking about? You can go on fucking. Bronx pinstripes. You can go to the Yankees team store and get no, you. No, but they're like the PG Yeah, one. PG. We, we want to see some profanity on these shits. Yeah, go on bar, Barstool. Yeah. You got Barstool. You have Bronx pinstripes. You have Rotoware. I actually have one that actually says yeah. fucking savages. In the the guy outside. The guy outside. Yeah, they got like the Boston Sex Cats. Yeah, you got t-shirts. all the guys outside that sell the fucking savages shirts and the Boston Sex Cack. Yo, you know what cracks me up? I actually wasted fucking... $15 outside of Billy's. Did you? Yeah, because I, Sonny Gray got traded. I ended up buying this customized, like, bleacher creep, like, Bald Vinny. Shout out to Bald Vinny. He's right next to, uh, uh, my goodness gracious. I am fucking up today. Billy's Sports Bar, right across the street from Yankee Stadium. Dude has, he's, he's the leader of the bleacher creatures. There you go. Yeah. Bald Remember Vinny, man. That, I think it was the Yankees Road Show or something. It was like a yes. Yeah, he was on that first yeah. season. But he had this shirt, and it's it's always sunny in the Bronx. Always is. Besides when we go to the fucking games, right, fucking Eric, man? Every game. No, Eric's not. A, oh, yeah, so we're going to tell you luck. something about Big E, Eric. Listen, him, we have another one of our boys called Jason Morales. Not Jason Morales because he's right here. Yeah. Mark Morales already told me he's not listening to the podcast, so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Let's... But there's certain people that can't come with us to games. That shall not be named any, from this point on. Oh, man. JK, JK, much love. But, uh, fuck is going yeah. but, yeah, good. But the thing is, these sons of bitches can't come to fucking games anymore. You can't. So here's what happens. Anytime I go to a game, and it was always what happened when it was Yankees-Orioles. Anytime I won, and it was, like, always – Fucking just Orioles win by three points, four points. Even when we went to fucking... He doesn't watch baseball. He's at points instead of runs. Runs, you know what I mean. Whatever the fuck. But anyway, runs. So, even one time, me and Jay here, we went to Delaware. Uh, what was it? Um, Delaware, Baltimore? 
Baltimore, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking wrong state. <laughs> wrong state. <laughs> well, as long as it's not Florida, but that's another time. Yeah, um, oh, we talk about Florida. Before we get into that, before we get into that, oh, but let me man. finish what I'm finish talking about. We're talking about let Florida. me finish what I'm talking about. So we're not on tangents here. So anytime, even when we're in um, Baltimore, fucking they lose to the Orioles, whatever. And it's even to the point where, like, we're around with Yankee shit on, and they're like, go back to New York. New but, York? They're like, go back to New York. Some of them had that accent, which was funny. But anyway. Some had the Southern accent, too. Yeah, some had Southern, southern accents. Some had actually had a couple uh, tri-state accents. But, yeah. uh, but, like, so I already am bad luck with the Yankees. Morales is already bad luck. So, of course, we're at the game where it's 19-5. Um, and Indeed. just that, yeah, we just did fucking smack. Yeah, we got smacked. Smack. It got to the point. We brought it up earlier. Yeah, that's why the Mike Ford chant Mike happened. Ford, the fucking ace of the staff, your 2019 AL Cy Young Award winner. I don't give a shit. He's the greatest player in the game with a filthy curveball. What else can you Who say? Who did he strike out with that curveball? I don't, I don't cares. care. Nobody cares. That shit everybody, was nasty. Everybody remembers Mike Ford. Why? Because Mike Ford is the best pitcher in the game. Bro, he had he gave up that homer, and I've never seen a man smile with a homer. Oh, dude, I love – he didn't give up a homer. The ball just just wanted to go away. The ball wanted to go that way, and Mike Ford couldn't stop it. No, and he, he was happy for the ball because the ball went home with somebody. Yeah. That's <laughs> what happened. He was just – he was the people's champ that night. He just had that. Nobody, the he had, he had that New Jersey smile of just yo, we getting smacked, and there's none we. I don't do. care, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, you just said New Jersey, Little League World Series, Elmora Troopers, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Make me proud, fellas. Yeah. Make me proud. Make us proud. You can't see anything with this podcast, but, but I'm fucking dancing. I'm for you doing guys. the dance. I'm doing the dance, yeah. baby. I'm going to do yeah. the muscle man dance. No, no, fuck no, no, that. No, no. Fuck no, that. No, no, no. no, no, no. Elizabeth, New no. Jersey, Little League. Little League. Let's go. Little League World Series. Come on, fellas. Get it done. Bring it back yeah. home. We love you. Hope you do your thing. Just keep kicking ass, guys. Even though you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I don't don't know listen to the will. podcast, kids. You know what? Listen to this Proud in a couple guys. years. Read books and play baseball. At least 18. Wait, what? I said, listen to this back a couple years when you're 18. So, so yeah. let's get back to something. Eric, what's your fucking deal with Florida, man? Yeah. It's fucking unnecessarily hot. You're walking around everywhere. Disney's overrated as shit. Fuck off. It's, you know, and it's, it's DUI and Drughead City. Fuck Florida. Yeah, but how is Disney overrated? Bruh, it's fucking... Are just, you still mad about the fact that Sony and Marvel couldn't get that done again? Fucking Spider Man is that like a thing? Oh, dude, that's, I, I, that's pissing dude, me to fuck off. Dude, I've had my problems with fucking Disney in itself for years. I'm not a big Disney person, person. And um, just to fill the audience in, everyone, <laughs> Eric has never been to Florida. He's never been to <laughs> Disney World, <laughs> and I, nor do I intend on it. So I don't get his fucking beef. He's never experienced the heat. He's ever been to Disney World to experience the and, displeasure and, and, of and, Disney and World. What is making me go there? What is making me pay just a fuck- lot of money for something I won't even well, enjoy? The backstory to this is that EJ asked him if you want to go to WrestleMania next year. Yeah, I want to go. Eric loves wrestling. wrestling, and you would think that his dumb ass would try to go, but no. 
But no. Uh, if, if AEW was doing a show in Jacksonville, in well, let's that you would go. You would okay. go to Jacksonville for a fucking AEW show. I that 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 would be a consideration at some point in my life, guys. He won't go. That to, would be he, the only he, enticing thing. You won't go to WrestleMania, uh, but you'll go to a fucking AEW show. I am listen, listen. How many? You know how many WWF E shows I've been through. You said it yourself on the at first episode of this oh, yeah, show. Okay. Yeah. You said on the first episode of the show, once it happened, once you went to media, it was just like that was it. It's like you did it, and there was yeah, it was like, like the chick. It was like the chick that I like. I wanted to fuck for so many years, and I fucking did it. I was like God, this shit sucked. Yeah, I, but then I, I banged her again this year, and it was pretty good. I yeah, actually yeah. want to fuck her again next year, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm, Mania is just not something I'm going to travel for, for a show that's damn near eight eight hours long. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Got to go all the way there, spend thousands of dollars just to go see Roman Reigns put a headlock in on Sheamus. Woo-wee, guys. Damn, is that what is yeah. it going to be Roman versus Sheamus? First Probably. of all, <laughs> first yeah, of all Sheamus is on his way back. First of all, guys, he won't go to Tampa. He won't go to Miami. He won't go to Orlando. He's going to Jacksonville. And Jacksonville. if I have a choice, <laughs> he's if I have going a choice, to Jacksonville. If I have a choice, it would be Jacksonville. Shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fuck no. Fuck Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, fuck no. A-Dub, I give them all. I give them all. Shout my out support. to Tom Coughlin. But anyway, guys, we're getting completely off topic. Mm-hmm. I just want, yeah. That hey, was, you you uh, wanted you wanted me to talk about. Uh, yeah, we're giving the audience what it wants. Like, yeah. yeah, just fucking you <laughs> ranting about something you don't know about. What are you talking about? You hate Florida. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I have I have no desire to go there unless it's oh, yeah, for you AEW. You hate the Marlins or the Rays since it's a baseball podcast. Do you hate the Marlins and the Rays? I, I'm pretty sure they don't even have a uh, fan base either. Yeah. Uh, 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 That's Yankee Stadium. That's part when, those, you know what cracks me up? That 08 World Series. There were so many people there with their fucking cowbells. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, there's rich Tampa people that just happen to find tickets to the World Series yeah, happened. Maybe some nice Philadelphia fans that wanted to fly down because they knew there were cheap tickets. They couldn't get them in fucking Philly, so let's go to Tampa Dude, to watch the World Series. Had to be dirt cheap, right? No, I mean it's the World Series either way. That stadium, that place a dump. Uh, yeah, it's that a place dump. a fucking dump. But it has a Stingray tank. Hey, we you know we never talked about we never talked about this. What do you think about this whole idea that Tampa talked about splitting time between Montreal and Tampa? The Mets go to North Dakota. Just go to, just go to Nova Scotia. Go to Alaska. But what's your thing with Alaska now? Oh, I don't have a thing with Alaska. Shout out to Mister Bonesaw. He has a thing with Alaska. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Carry on. <laughs> but um, yeah, Montreal and Tampa. How the fuck is that gonna work? I just say hey, just man. go full on. Just go to fucking Montreal. Well, the Expos at one point was still playing at Olympic Stadium in right. um, in Montreal, but they were also playing at um, the I can I can never pronounce Roger it. Center? No fucking Hiram Beathorn. The Bithorn. fuck is that? It's a stadium in Puerto Rico. Remember when the Expos played oh, in Puerto yeah. Rico? Yeah. So I my mom said El Irán Beatsong, but it's not spelled Beatsong. It's like Bithorn. Hiram Bithorn Stadium. I don't know. It's sounds like a very white guy That's name. It's a very, yeah. It sounds like a huge well, white guy name rather than a Puerto Rican guy. Well, Puerto Rican had, we had this one guy called Jack Powers. Don't know why. I don't know if that's his real name or not, but hey, fuck it. That's, what they, call, that's what they call me in the movies. Uh-huh. What kind of movies? 
None of your fucking business. The ones hey, that you don't hey, watch? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But guys, listen, man, back to it. We're in here to do one thing. One thing only. Let's talk about baseball. Yeah, so like, do you think that whole idea can work with splitting time between Tampa and that Montreal? Just, but that just fucks up the team's psyche. Right. It's like you're going from point A to point B. And thousands of miles away. <laughs> uh, just, I just think the Rays need to re- just relocate. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like the I, Raiders. Yeah, I mean, it just it makes sense just to relocate. I mean, honestly, I feel like you're slowly ripping off the Band-Aid with the city of Tampa. They've had a long battle with the stadium and the city of St. Petersburg. There was a whole political thing with it. Rip the fucking Band-Aid off. If you want to go to Montreal, play in fucking Montreal. Yo, facts. Fuck. Just get out. Listen, they're, I think they're losing way more money. They're not getting any type of money in rent of you. But... Listen, I, I and they like have their, a good ball club. I like their jerseys and shit. And yeah, jerseys are fucking fire. They their have t-shirts. a good ball club. <laughs> but the thing is that who's marketable on the race right now? You got Blake Snow, right? Um, Austin now, Meadows is Austin had a- Meadows. Yeah. Well, you back then they're big time star. They're top yeah. three stars at one point. They're like franchise guy. I think will always be Evan Longoria, right? Carl Crawford for those Carl couple Crawford, years. Yeah. David Price, even though he was there for like oh, it was like four or five years. Maybe probably less. Rocco Baldelli was Rocco Baldelli was a fucking animal that if he would have stayed um, stayed healthy, which is sad because he had that condition. But Rocco Baldelli was a stud, Mm -hmm. man. A stud. I see him managing the twins. Yeah. That makes me feel old as shit. He's managing a good ball club, too. Fucking BJ Upton. Yeah, dude. It just takes you back, man. They have they, they made a big listen, you gotta respect the Rays though. In those days that they had like Fred McGriff, they had Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs, got a, Wade Boggs that got his three thousandth hit in Tropicana Field. Yeah, with the Rays, Devil Rays at the time, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. But that's what I'm saying. You're signing all these guys. I understand they don't make any money revenue, and I get yeah. it. And I get it. But you gotta give them respect. They go out there. They know how to pick these trades up. Imagine if they actually had the money that all these big market teams have. Mm-hmm, for sure. If they move out of fucking godforsaken Tampa and go, oh, shit, let's move to fucking North Dakota with the New York Mets. Let's see if we have a fan base up here. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But- you know, and the thing is that's really interesting with them. If you think about it, they haven't tied years together where they've been – Bad for a couple years straight since 2008, at least. Yeah, they. I think it maybe had one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like one year. Yeah, that they were like below 500. They know how to build a ball club. They just can't bring fucking fans in that fucking stadium. Talking about below 500 ball, bro. The fucking Yankees have had 27 consecutive years of winning baseball. That's my whole life. (laughs) Yo, that's fucking nuts. I am 27 years old. They haven't had a losing season since how's, before 1992, the year that, I was though? born. 27 and 27. I've been winning my whole life, baby. Oh, we not literally. I mean, I feel like percentage wise, percentage wise, percentage wise, I've been winning my whole fucking life. Listen, I haven't been winning my whole life. That's, I take the Yankees serious. I get depressed and pissed. Want to talk, man? I don't know. 
Just think about yeah. Just think about how we're winning this year, and you know things are looking good. And no, but supposedly I jinxed it the other day when you wanted to record Bad Boys for Life. Listen, we do that because we're fucked up, and the squad's together. I was actually sober as shit. Bro. Squad, the fuck oh, you were? Well, I'm speaking for my, I'm speaking for myself, and I'm speaking for Big E. <laughs> we left his eyes at the train station. We did. <laughs> <laughs> after that video, after we had a squad up video, we left our Yo. boy in New York. <laughs> Hey, bad boys for life. Yeah. You fucking heels. Go win nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. It is bad boys for life. So, the Mets in North Dakota. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. The North Dakota Mets. But Rays are still in it. Um, do I think they have a shot? Fuck no. Nah, I don't think so. Listen, man. It, like, Yo, it's just crazy. And I, I am going back to it. Listeners are going to get probably tired of this shit. It's just nuts. Like, Cleveland's behind. They were, like, a fucking... They were actually tied for first place with the fucking Twins. Now they're three games back. Thanks to us. We took two yeah. out of the four. And that's cool. You know what I mean? Oakland wins this game. They're trying to keep steady with the fucking Astros. Cool, but the Oakland's down eight and a half games. They win today. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? I think they're pretty it's, much ruling themselves out with that. Yeah, but the thing is, when you actually look at the wild card in the American League, you have Cleveland's number one, dude. Yeah, Tampa's number two, then Oakland, Boston. Oakland's half a fucking game. And Boston's six out, and now we just mentioned the, the big injury. Um, also, Price is still not healthy. Price is on the aisle as Corey well. Kluber. Yeah. It's another one. So they shut him down for two weeks. But they're they're deep enough, I think. I think that they've they've been playing good ball without him. I mean, they split with us this past week um, in our own ballpark. I think they can deal with that injury for now. They haven't had Cooper for a while. I think Cookie coming back, that might be like a big jolt for them. I think so. The Twins, you got like Nelson Cruz is out for a while too. I don't know how long, but he'll be back. Yeah. Obviously, he'll be back for the postseason. Nelson Cruz is crucial. <laughs> Like a completely crucial guy to have in that lineup. He's still passionate, man. He's he's up there in age, dude, and he's still hitting the way he's hitting. The boomstick, remember that? The boomstick. The boomstick. Just crushing. He everything. was the boomstick even in with the Mariners. You remember when the fucking the Rangers, man? When they had those big time years in yeah. 2010 and 2011, you had Michael Young. <laughs> Those guys are almost like you know the Buffalo the Bulls. You know they, yo, my God, <laughs> the fucking claw and shit. I loved Michael Young, though. Remember Hank Blaylock? Jeez. Jeez, man. Like, that's the thing. It's it's make or break for a lot of teams, too. And that's why we, we stress the importance of the Dodgers having to play good ball because they're, they're getting to that point. They're getting to that point where they're getting close to being that Buffalo Bills-type team. They have to match up against the Yankees. They have to match up against the Astros or whoever it be, like we said. But it's crunch time. It's crunch time. You just got to, like, man, listen, you got to bear the fuck down. You have two more months of baseball, legit two more months of baseball, and that's including the postseason. Because if it happens to go seven games in the World Series, it'll be October 31st. 
And that's crazy. It'll be Halloween night. It'll be spooky and shit. Hey, spooky what, season. If if we reach the promised land. The promised land. Yeah, now it's game seven, right? We're, what do we do for Halloween night? Do we dress up? Do we, like, we're all Yankee gear? Ooh, I have I an it, idea. I have an idea. But I can't. I'm going to whisper it in your ear right now because I don't want the listeners to hear it. Yeah. All right. Bow. All right. All right. That sounds solid, right? All right. Or we could just like take off our shirts and write Yankees and shit. I'm I'm just gonna some, like booby tassels. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna dress up. That's weird. I'm gonna dress up like Babe Ruth, and I'm gonna drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of hot dogs. Why can't I just be Babe Ruth? I'm already kind of big. Yeah, we could do that. Can I be like? No, Rondell White. What the fuck am I talking about? I want to be Bubba Crosby, my hero. I'm going to be Bubba Crosby for Halloween. I want fuck Big that. E to be Jason Giambi. Oh, fuck. No, he could be Babe Ruth. Yo. <laughs> Holy shit. If go, guys... to the, go to the SCFU page and see what Eric looks like. Yeah, his name is The Boat. You'll see him. We got <laughs> yeah. him. He's on. Holy shit, you are totally Babe Ruth. The Great Bambino. I thought you meant the Great Bambi. That wouldn't be dear. Sorry, I had a quote to Sandlot. You can't resist the Sandlot, man. You can't fucking resist it at all. It's a fucking classic. You're killing me, Smalls. You are an L7 weenie. Yo, listen. The Sandlot is the shit. Growing up, you grew up on the Sandlot. Yeah, of course. You grew up on the Bro, Sandlot. I don't watch fucking movies, man. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I am know. a movie. My life's a movie, damn. Go figure. A, a movie about baseball, and this guy never seen it. Yo, uh, you ever had ADHD, bro? I have ADHD. <laughs> Listen, bitch, I have ADHD pretty severely. And guess we what? all do. I grew up on it. Man, every little motherfucker was born with ADHD. Yeah. Some of us have to take Adderall and shit, like me. Shit, I but, wish I wish, mm-hmm. I wish, they had the CBD oil out. Yo, when we were kids? Yeah. Were lit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, but, like, baseball, man. <laughs> baseball season's been fucking nuts this year. Home run numbers are up. Everything. Like, it's been fucking nuts. Dude, we got a three-way race. Trout, Bellinger, Yelich. Yo. Who comes up on top? You got Pete Alonso, too. Can't yeah, Pete, Pete Alonso's Alonso. there. But I, I really want to ride with these three guys. I think these three guys are, are going to be the potential home run leader. We can end up with a tie. And that'd be pretty great. It'd be too. crazy. We end up getting like three to four guys with fifty bombs. It's Alonzo's gonna Alonzo's gonna break Aaron Judge's fucking home run record. Yeah, for rookies, fifty-two by Judge. Alonzo's amazing, bro. He's an amazing ball player. My boy's probably listening to this. Like, oh, why aren't you shitting on the Mets, bitch? We're going in another direction because we're trying to like we want to make it even for everybody. I can shit on the Mets a little bit, like saying they should move to North Dakota. North, what did I just say? North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah, that's where you should go. North Dakota. North Dakota. I was really exaggerated. I don't think um, that's how you say it, but, but yeah. I mean, that's how you say Alaska. Aaron Judge just hit a fucking nuke. Holy Did shit. Did he? Finally hit something, huh? Holy shit. The game that's we went to, he struck out fucking four times. He hit a fucking nuke to left center. But, yo, well, it's just crazy. Like, the NL, like, we talked about the MVP race. Now, this home run race. Nothing's ever going to top Maguire and Sosa. That's why we say I miss the steroid era. Well, listen, I think we're dealing with a different type of era. We talked about it in a couple episodes. 
The balls are juiced. Yep. The juiciest of balls. The balls are marinated. With some juice. And the the juices from the most organic sources, which yeah. is just the MLB that produces the baseballs and the factories. Because guess what? They own the fucking baseballs. So it talks about how they own the company that makes the baseballs. Oh, Rawlings? Yeah, dude. They have, they, part, shit. they have part ownership, man. Really? That's part, yeah, they're, part. They're, They are able to doctor the baseballs whatever way they want to. So in other words, you're telling me the game is rigged. Um, in a slight extent. way, and to in a slight way, yes. Now, do you think that they'll fuck around and use the same balls that we use in London during the World Series? Could I definitely think so? Because you got to think of it this way, right? There, there's no overlord to the MLB. There's no athletic commission that says, "Hey, MLB, you can't make your baseballs this way. You can't make them a certain size. You can't make them a certain density." They're just going to do it. Yeah. So they're, they, obviously Rawlings, right, is not going to turn away business from the MLB because they think that the MLB is juicing the baseballs or changing the baseballs any type of way that they don't consider good for the game. They're yeah. gonna, just going to do it. They're yeah. just going to fucking do it. They're just going to, yeah. They're going to control what they can control. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is that, once again – what sells in baseball? If you're a baseball purist, long like ball, us, baby. It's the long ball. Nobody, nobody that's a casual baseball fan is going to go to a baseball game and go, "Oh shit, I want to watch a pitcher's duel." Right. No, you want to see home runs. You want to see yeah, offense and stuff like that. No, but now I have a question because you bring up the athletic commission. How come? Um, how come the MLB can't? Well, it doesn't have to answer to any athletic commission in New York because State they're or, the MLB. The there, there's nobody higher than the MLB in terms of baseball. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was the Olympics, like we were talking Olympic Same baseball. UFC and shit in yeah. Las Vegas or – yeah. Then the Olympic committee would have to have a say over that. But there's no controlling the MLB. That's like the – say, for example, the NFL and the XFL, right? Like they two have different their, entities. Two different entities, but they have their own set of rules. They yeah. have their own set of ways, maybe the way the football is or whatever it be. They create it the way they want. I just realized you brought up the XFL. Yeah. God, I hope. It's real, man. The schedule came out the other day, too. I'm convinced, bro. I hate to say I forgot all about the XFL. (laughs) This next year, we're in a couple months. If you want to watch it, no one's going to watch it. I I don't think I'm. Vince is just an idiot. He's senile as fuck. Do you know what it was? He tried to attack something. At its weakest. The the NFL a couple years ago was facing a lot of controversy, a lot of heat. People were protesting NFL, and he's like, maybe I can grab that base, that little base right there, because the NFL is fucking huge. His first, the first big free agent sign is going to be Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, it's that's pretty the much. Cap, the Kaepernick said the other day that he still has plans of playing the NFL. Do you think that that's going to happen? Oh, I'm, dude, come on. You don't think that is? I, I mean, I truthfully hope but that. But isn't Vince, like, Actually, like, I don't want to bring up politics on the show, but it's just, like, a point that I'm trying to put across. Vince is close to Donald Trump. Dude, I don't think Vince will bring in Kaepernick just for the reason that he has a strong Republican base that backs him in the WWE. That's true. His wife's a Republican, and his wife works for Trump. it's not good for business. It's not. It's not good for his personal agenda. No, but Vince is known for being controversial. Then bring in Johnny Manziel. (laughs) 
But listen, here's the thing. He's a businessman. He will do anything to get any publicity at all, even if it means putting away his own personal um, opinions, whether it be political or anything like that. He has stated so many times politics suck, but how many times has his wife ran for Senate, as well as the Small Business Bureau with Donald Trump? And he also would support Trump in his campaign. Bro, put the fiend, so, put the fucking fiend at linebacker. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Bray Wyatt, baby. <laughs> put the so we're fiend getting at... mad off topic. <laughs> man, you can say we're getting off topic, man. Fuck I will it. say. Let's go, baby. You said unfiltered. STFU unfiltered podcast, baby. But at the same time, y'all were talking about the Bills on and off. Comparing the Bills to other MLB teams. Yo, why teams. you calling me out, bro? So why you calling me out, bro? It, I think, and football season is a, is inevitable. Say it with your chest. It's inevitable. So you know what? Let your balls it's hang. About time. It's about time y'all do talk about Pull football up your pants. every now and then. Pull up your pants. Do the muscle man. Dude. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, I know you want to. Yeah, just fucking do it. Nobody's watching you yeah. do it but us. Go do it. Yeah. God, Jesus. he was like a little bitch. He was like struggling like to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's just, like a I, I just, but guys, I, just get, I want yeah. people to see me. Listen, you know, this is actually our longest episode. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys bored with us? Yet? Yeah, I don't know. We're just being. I'm stupid. just trying to We're make it. I'm just trying to make my sexy voice for you guys. Yeah, you sketch as fuck. Oh, yeah, it's man. getting weird now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I guess, we realized after an hour, we started getting real fucking loopy. Like, and it's Yo. great. <laughs> Yo, I need At least to, I do. Welcome to podcasting one on one, folks. Any more than an hour, you're loopy as shit. Hey, producer, how about you get us three beers and we chug them? We're gonna save it for the outro. I got my two beers right here. He has two. Cold crush, bang. But uh, so <laughs> to tie it back into baseball, me and EJ had a conversation last week that I want to revisit. We had a conversation of who were your top five baseball players. That you have to see at some point. Active. Active players you have to see. Top five right now. You want me to go rapid right off the top? Please. Nolan Arenado, Justin Verlander. Those are my top two when it comes to hitter, pitcher. Bang. Okay. So you want to do a separate category, hitter, pitcher? No, no, I'm just going all five. Okay, okay, all five. I, I, my honest opinion is my five. Nolan Arenado, fucking love him. JV. Hall of Famer, he's going in, absolute stud, amazing, bro. You know what I mean? Christian Yelich, of course. I want to watch Christian Yelich. I'm in a topsy turvy right now when it comes to stuff because I haven't seen Cody Bellinger play, and I would love to see Cody Bellinger play. So I would probably go with Bellinger four and five. Man, I got to go with another pitcher off the top of my head, Clayton Kershaw. I still haven't seen Clayton. He's a legend, bro. I haven't seen Clayton yeah. Kershaw pitch, and it kills me. We were supposed to be in L.A. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I'm crying. California I dreaming cry. right now, yeah. man. That's why I don't cry. That's the title cry of the episode. Me. Yeah. Um, California love. My, my, my top five personally, right? You have to go with the number one guy, and that's Trout. I haven't seen Trout yet. I'm hoping to see him next month. Um, he should be coming to Yankee Stadium. I'm usually off on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Looks like I'm seeing him. They have a series smack dab in the middle of the week. His weekend's in the middle of the week. Yeah. Happy Friday. You got, you got mid-ends. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mid-ends. Uh, so, try number one for me. I'm going to agree with my co-host. Verlander, number two. Wow. I'm going to go three. You're number one, Arenado. 
Okay. He's my three. Love the way he plays the field. Oh, so we're ranking him like from top to bottom. Or yeah, I my, just named five guys. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm going. I'm going specific. five. I'm going five. Arenado's my third. Fielding, hitting, he's all of it, in my opinion. It's a fucking animal. Um, I would put Machado on my list, but I've seen him a million and a half times. And yeah, we actually got a good picture of him. Yeah, beautiful like picture I got. Um, number four, someone I probably would have not put number four early in this season, but now he's there. Acuna. Yeah, but kid is he's electric. Still young. But you know him. what? I think he's. I'm not just. I'm ho- I'm hopping on the hype train, but I'm also realizing that this is not just your normal rookie, your normal young player. Um, he's a second year guy now, and he's shown in these two years that he's able to do it. He's he's about to break some numbers that we never thought we'd see in a player this young. He's about to be forty and forty for the season. 40 homers, 40, 40 stolen bases. bases. Not a guarantee, but something that can happen. I think he's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to get it. And he's amazing. On, in the field. He's unconscious. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I, 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 this is a very, very tough comparison. But this is the way Griffey played. Wow. You're going that route? Griffey's a hard comparison. I don't want to put him next to Griffey, but I want to say that there's at least a comparison. You know who I've been comparing Griffey to? Well, that person to Griffey. You can't compare Griffey to anybody. Griffey's Griffey. You compare people to Griffey. Yo, Christian Yelich. He's so good. And, like, Cody Bellinger so has, like, the most beautiful swing. Just yeah. Wh- it just looks like he's golfing. Like, he's hitting it with a paddle. Yeah. And the way it comes off his bat, like, it's crazy, man. It's so, crazy. That's where my number five comes in. I want to hear that one. I had a toss-up, and for good reason, because their numbers are a toss-up right now. Bellinger and Yelich. Your boy went Bellinger. Wow. Over Yelich? Yes. Why so? I just think that in my personal opinion I just see more flair in Bellinger's game in my opinion I see something that is remarkable I see, I like the fact that he could play multiple positions yeah intangible so. yes exactly I like that he could play left center right and he's a first baseman on top of that I like that he could play multiple positions and honestly that stroke man the way he swings that bat it's impressive Yelich, I'm going to be truthful. I didn't think he was going to do what he's doing this year. Again. He could just flat out rake. Yeah, man. I, I Again, I, I he did surprise me this year. He was picked third in my fantasy league. Picked him up, by the way. And I still have Bellinger, too. Still might it's, miss the playoffs. He's just fucking – yo, you have like the – But I saw him still about to miss the playoffs. Luck, bro, when it comes to no, it's because I got fucking pissed – Picked Chris Sale, and now I don't have him for the rest of the season, so now my team's fucked. Um, <laughs> Your so, offense is, like, amazing. Yeah, Oops. yeah. Shout out to the Yankees. Shout out to the Yankees. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to go Bellinger. Obviously, Yelich is a close six. All right. Listen, I want to have a rapid thing before we get off the air. Love it. 
I want to hear who's your front runner for AL MVP, NL MVP, AL Rookie of the Year, NL Rookie of the Year, AL Cy Young, NL Cy Young. I know my AL Cy Young is Mike Ford. <laughs> That's already been a fucking statement. So we don't need to – all jokes aside, guys, I think my my AL Cy Young is definitely probably Justin Verlander. It's between Verlander and Cole. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start from the top. Who you got? I'm going to go with the AL MVP. I think that's Mike Trout. Yeah, I agree with that too. Mike Trout's been unbelievable. Um, it's going to go – Mike, when it comes to the voting system, I think it's going to be Trout. It's going to have the majority of the first place votes. Second place votes is going to be Rafael Devers, I think, over DJ LeMayhew. And then third would be LeMayhew. Those are your top three guys. Now, if you move on to the NL side, that's where it gets crazy because the three guys – have to be what? Who do you have? Bellinger? I have Yelich? Bellinger. You have Bellinger. So, but what would be your top three? It would be Bellinger, Yelich, and Acuna. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you got Bellinger. Me, personally, I got Bellinger just because of what he's doing with yeah, the Yeah, and I, I just say, I do think it should be factored in what the impact is to the team. Yeah. I think that should be factored in. I know that's a debate amongst most people. Does that matter? Yes, it does matter in my opinion. Okay. Now, who NL MVP, hands down, we know who it is. It's Pete Alonso. Like the polar bear. The polar bear. You know it's Pete Alonso. It's Pistol Pete. Whatever fuck you want to call him, Mets fans. He's an amazing ball player. He can fucking smash. Hey, bang. Pete Alonso, NL rookie of the year. You agree with that? Yes. 100 percent then you have AL MVP, not AL MVP, AL uh, Rookie of the Year. Who do you have in the AL? I got a lot of thinking to do. It's a lot. It's a lot. Oof. I feel like it's too was a, steep in the AL. There was a while there. It was Brandon Lau. There was Brandon Lau was talked about a lot. Um, <laughs> for the first year in a while, it's not a Yankee, which is nuts. Which is nuts, which Yankees got fucking fucked last year. Um, it's just crazy when you look at who would it be. Think about it. Well, Talkman doesn't count as a fucking rookie. Hell no. Right? Yeah. Well, so Brandon Lau at one point. You got Michael Chavis too, bro, from Boston. That's a possibility. He's been fucking amazing. You got Vladdy Jr. You know what? You can probably throw Bo Bichette <laughs> How can we not forget about this guy? Who? Jordan Alvarez. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's definitely – so that's the American League Rookie of the Year. That's Jesus. We're, like, burnt out. Guys, it's fucking late. We're doing this late, but we're extending it a little bit longer just to fuck around, just to test the waters. It's only the – what is this? We got two more categories. Two more categories. I'm tired, but we're going to ride out. Oh, shit, we do have two more. Yeah, we do. So the show's not over, motherfuckers. Enjoy. All right. American League Cy Young, we know who it is. It's Michael Ford. Michael Ford. It's really not Michael Ford. Ford it's Tuff. Justin Verlander. I think so. I I was going to go with his co-star. You got Garrett Cole. Cole. Free agent at the end of the year. Big year. Mm-hmm. Big numbers. I got to go with My him. boy grew up a Yankee fan. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Did grow up a Yankee fan. Now, National League Cy Young Award winner. I'm – see, that's the thing. 
It's hard. It's so hard. This is supposed to be fucking it, rapid fire. No, but it's hard. It, you really genuinely think about it. It's hard. You think know, because the that. thing is, sometimes these things get figured out later into the season. You got to think about it. I have somebody, right? That's kind of like in my head. And I could just like off the top of my head. But I want to see what you think. Who do you, who do you have set up? You don't, nobody? Not that I don't have anybody. We can go. Honestly, right now, my honest opinion, you got to put Ryu, bro. Yeah. It's got to be Ryu. He's been, he's been the Dodgers ace. Pretty much. Yeah, I I've, I don't have another guy. It's I think it has you. to be him. He's pitched very well. Great ERA. A lot of wins. Pitching on a great staff. Pitching on a great team in general. Um, same case with – honestly, same case with the MVP race. If you help your team win, that should be a factor. Yeah. That should be a factor in the decision. Now – this could change in a month. To be honest, this is something that we could, we could be talking about something completely different. It's just, hey. In a month. The thing, that's what makes it interesting. You're like, yo, fuck it. Anything could change. You know what I mean? Fuck it. I want to add one more category before we actually sign off. NL Manager of the Year. My honest opinion, it's fucking Dave Roberts. It's Dave Roberts. That's what NL? I know. Yeah. AL? My honest opinion on that one, I go Aaron Boone, but I don't go Aaron Boone. I might. I might just give it to Rocco Baldelli. Very possible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to Boone because his presence on that team. Um, the team seemed to rally around Boone. He managed to a team that was injured. He gets the best out of his players. He gets the best out of his players. It's only his second year, so think about that. I, th- I give it to Boone hands down. I don't think there's any debate in my head that it's not Boone because – that team was injury ridden. He's dealing with a honestly, the rotation sucks. We know it. The rotation ain't great, but he's learned how to manage that bullpen, and that's what kept them in games. Yeah. Next man up, he knows how to talk. The dude gets the team rallied. Um, NL, <laughs> crazy enough. If the Mets make the playoffs, oh, this is bold, bold, bold alert. Do you consider Mickey Callaway? He was weak in the beginning of the season. But if they make the playoffs, we're talking about something completely different. He managed a team to a playoffs. But we could talk about Gabe Kapler. I think it's going to come down to that wild card race, to be honest. I think it's going to come down to the wild card race. Dave Martinez, too. That's another mm-hmm. guy. And that's where it's going to become very important, that wild card race and who keeps their team in it. So stacked. Um, but, yeah. We're here another week. Yeah. We talked about how these races are developing, and they're going to continue to develop. And it's going to keep developing next week and the week after that. And guess who's still going to be here? Us. The STFU podcast. We're all going to be here. And our wonderful producer, Eric. Here. Eric, the boat. Still don't understand why you call yourself the boat. He's the best of all time. Greatest of all time. I don't care what you All right, guys. Guys, focus. I'm focused. Most focused. Fucking twelve fifty one and shit. God bless everyone. Listen, guys. 
you guys need to fucking listen to the rest of these podcasts. Because we have big shit planned. We're fucking around. We're having fun doing this. I enjoy all the listeners that are listening to this. Guys, I don't know what else to say. This was the longest episode we've had so far. And I just want to thank every single one of you for tuning in. Keep listening to us. Keep enjoying. And give us some feedback. Guys, you know where to follow us. On Instagram, at the STFU podcast. Once again, motherfuckers that can't listen. At the STFU podcast. And don't forget, we also have an email address you can reach us at stfupod at gmail.com. We would like your feedback. We would like some topics if you guys can bring them our way and anything you would like to hear. For next time, STFU signing out. Peace and love. STFU. Starving artist, straight out of college, young novice, dropped his nine to five to spit raw shit. The dotted lines I signed said here by I forfeit a normal life. Dotted the eyes, tease, I crossed it. Four school years, I stressed myself the fuck out. Couldn't find me without green stuff for me. No doubt. Can't recall how many times my major ready to drop it in Blanton Hall. Eating stale Sodexo sausage. I was one, two degrees that don't pay shit. But not following my dreams is a life wasted. A major in theater and then a minor in anthropology. When you realize your mistake, boy. Don't even bother me As much as I complain I believe it wholeheartedly This the only thing for me It's written in the astrology Keep forward with motion Silence my mind The commotion Graduated We're now Groaning with the sharks In the ocean Adult Pockets looking kinda tight That's right That's right My pockets looking kinda tight That's right That's right My pockets looking kinda tight That's right That's right My pockets looking kinda tight And I'm stressed My pockets looking kinda tight That's right That's right My pockets looking kinda tight That's right That's right My pockets looking kinda tight That's right that's right. My pockets looking kinda tight. And, and I'm sweating.